Hi, and welcome to the fifth episode of Behind the Painting, a podcast which aims to explore the side of the art world you don't normally get to see. Today, we're diverting from the usual for a short story about trying to get an interview and photos at London's top auction houses. The story begins with a correspondence with a senior figure at Sotheby's. I won't mention their name for fear of legal repercussions, but I was initially so sure of their cooperation that I ticked interview for podcast 5 off of my to-do list. However, unfortunately, due to legal issues of this podcast being available online, the interview did not go forward. Distraught, I turned to one of Sotheby's biggest rivals in an act of revenge-slash-desperation. I went to Christie's quite late at night for no particular reason other than to get a few photos of the outside, and if I was lucky, a few of the inside as well. The web was less than forthcoming for opening and closing times for Christie's, and as a result I had to take my chances. I managed to find the place, and since the door was firmly shut, I went about taking some photos of the exterior, including some paintings hung up in the window. I was in the middle of snapping a photo of a three million pound Peter Doig, when a stranger tapped me on the shoulder and started speaking to me. As a Londoner, especially one with headphones on, I wasn't really expecting this. That's not the sort of thing that happens in England. Wanting to return to my listening and being slightly creeped out by this stranger, I amused him for a while, then quickly ducked into the nearest doorway, pretending to ring the doorbell and saying goodbye. Once the danger had vanished, I had another look around the perimeter of Christie's for an entrance. I found an unguarded entrance to what was advertised as a Christie's post room, and thought it might be worth a look. Unfortunately, just as I'd entered the inviting enclave, I heard a car honk, and I spun around to meet the uninviting face of a security guard who was unimpressed with my story of just wanting to take photographs. As I left the post room feeling quite dejected, I saw people coming out of Christie's, and I decided to take my chances. I probably should have foreseen the second security guard, but at least this one was slightly nicer to me, and told me to come back again tomorrow morning. Not quite understanding that I would have come in the morning, but I have work to do. Luckily, I did later manage to secure a look at an auction house by calling up Sotheby's, Christie's and Bonhams. And while Sotheby's and Christie's shut me down, Bonhams allowed me to listen in and photograph an auction. What you're hearing right now is the background sound of this auction. I'll let you have a better listen. Going to an auction did really help me appreciate the worth that people put on art, and it also helped me to see how the values of pieces of art are decided. The initial starting price is, of course, decided by the auction house, 
but the final price is decided by demand, much like how the stock market works. Initially, I questioned if art should be traded in such a business-like way. Is it right for art to be treated as an investment rather than being valued in and of itself? Unfortunately, while this may be a nice idea, it's simply not reasonable or practical. Artists need to make money, and if the way to do this is through people using art for the same reason, that's an unavoidable fact of life. On our next and final episode, we'll be taking a look inside an art dealership. As always, if you have any tips or contributions, please email thomas.underhill at westminster.org.uk. Thanks for listening.